Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sports entertainment, me, Mark. Sports entertainment, me, Peter. We are back, and this is WrestleMania. And we're doing SummerSlam 1989. Feel that heat. Feel that heat. We've gone to three three episodes. We weren't expecting to, but there was a lot to uh, disseminate. Yes. Um, Well, we did did talk about Dusty Rhodes uh, for about 15 minutes. Yeah, that is true. I mean, then then, that will happen. Yeah, we got got bogged down in some impressions. (laughs) (laughs) I should imagine you all remember that episode because it's the one you don't like. <laughs> uh, let's let's crack straight in. Uh, mm. We've just seen uh, the Intercontinental match uh, end with um, uh, Roddy Piper getting involved and yes. Rick Rude losing the belt. And as we start the next match, Jesse says, let's hope this next match isn't an atrocity. Cue the Twin Towers and Andre <laughs> versus Demolition and Hacksaw King Duggan. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a while ago when we were saying surely there's got to be a little bit of commentary where they really reference the fact the Twin Towers and, and things like that well this is the event where yeah. they cut to a fan who is holding up a sign that says demolition will topple the Twin Towers yeah that is the you would expect if you can go back and blur out <laughs> the, words the word of wrestling, wrestling of wrestling yeah you can go out and blur <laughs> it's a drawing of the towers as well it's not even a drawing it's, of the wrestlers it's not even saying the twin towers will go down it's it's using a conspiracy theory where it says demolition will topple the yeah, twin towers exactly if it said heart foundation it wouldn't have had the same meaning and the, demolition will topple the twin towers and the, and, and and do you know who oh. that kid is that kid is muhammad atar <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not. I don't think he is. No. Well, uh, the well. I mean, he was um, a, a, an Egyptian gentleman. So is he very? Uh, yeah, Muhammad Atta was. Wasn't oh yeah, he? I thought, he you, was, I he thought was, you meant the kid. I can't oh, remember no, no, what the kid no, no, looked no. like. Muhammad Atta I was, was too busy scribbling down my Muhammad Atta joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think Muhammad Atta was uh, the only Egyptian. Yeah, I think he was the only Egyptian involved. Yeah. So therefore, not an African dream. Uh, do you know the young gentleman who Muhammad Atta's daughter has recently married? Oh, I don't know. Why? It's the son of Osama bin Laden. 
Oh. Yeah, he's uh, one of the world's most wanted terrorists. Oh. Now, the son, yeah. Great. So, uh, Someone's had a Google, haven't yeah. they? I'm, I'm aware I set that up like it was going to be a funny, witty little joke. I thought it was going to was... be it's Jimmy Hart's daughter. <laughs> yeah, no, it was genuinely no. just a, a bit of terrorist tittle-tattle. <laughs> <laughs> That's our other podcast, Mark. Terrorist, terrorist tittle-tattle. Ter- terrorist tittle-tattle would also be a rather good tag team. <laughs> tittle and tattle the terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens to be... It, it's 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 a podcast all about um, <laughs> terrorist tittle tattle. It's not it's easy still, to say, but it's still somehow anti-Islamic. <laughs> it's still somehow this still leaves a bad taste in your mouth. People who are pro-terrorism won't really like it, <laughs> but people who are anti-terrorism, they're also, also not going to like it because it's if horrible. You, if you've got no opinion on it, it's not really for you. <laughs> um, so that's starting next week. So uh, yeah, the the, 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 the the twin towers, Akeem and the big boss. Man, yep, yep. Uh, they're big, they're big guys. The big um, guys, and uh, yeah. But another thing, fucking hacksaw takes his mask off. He's got the American flag on I his know, face. I know. Again, oh. look. I mean, you know. Yes, Andre. Blur it all out. Blur, just delete the match. <laughs> delete the. Ma- You've got a spare match there. Yeah. No doubt you filmed it. Yeah. The you, d- you, you, Dino you Bravo, uh, Coco Beware, Dark yeah, Match. Put, put that, that in. in. Put that in instead. Put put in a murdered man. <laughs> Brutalising a man with a dead parrot instead of this because it's more acceptable. It's a uh, oh, what a shame. Akeem here is so he, he's moving, he's really dancing, he's really into his gimmick. Yeah, and again, it seems really inappropriate because he's in the Twin Towers. He's in the All twin of it has towers. been co- coloured really badly it's a by mess. this. It's just yeah. a mess. I thought it was such a clever tag team name, and now I think if anyone came out with it, I mean, they just they just go, well, you're not working ever again. <laughs> no, yeah, well, we, there's we a funny not. thing of going, yeah, but we had it before that happen so we're keeping it I don't know I don't, <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know yeah, what the no. answer is I don't know what the answer Remember when is Remember Archer uh, the TV show their organisation their secret agent organisation was called ISIS Right okay and Instead of like going, ha ha, maybe we'll keep it, or ha ha, isn't that weird? We'll change it. Mm. Uh, the creators went really aggressively. No, fuck you. Don't <laughs> laugh at that. We're changing it. We're not going to talk about it. Fuck you. And I and I really enjoyed that. That kind of like, no, you no, you no, don't laugh isn't at that. Isn't the river through Oxford called the River Isis? Uh, is it? I think so. There's oh, certainly there's certainly an Oxford magazine which is called ISIS, and at the time it was really sort of you know oh you know Peter Cook had his first publication done in ISIS and things yeah, like yeah. that. So I'm fascinated by people who have to write down you know um, I, I, I worked uh, wrote for ISIS, ISIS and having to put in brackets no the magazine. <laughs> the but, magazine. <laughs> yeah. Very, I mean I mean to be fair though they will be um, uh, upper class um, white people. So <laughs> Absolutely. It'll so, be fine. So fuck them. <laughs> so if if they uh, have to deal with any uh, further, you know, any problems with airports, yeah. fine. Like, like the people, they get it so like the easy. people who have written in ISIS, the Oxford magazine, need to have a CV. You know? <laughs> I know, yeah, like that's gonna happen. Yeah. Man. Dad, oh, Daddy's firm is very upset. <laughs> um, talking of upset, oh, Ooh. Andre got upset a week before this match. What? He was uh, in the ring taking part in a match, right. and a local cameraman was doing 
a news report and he'd been given report uh, permission to film in the area but not to film the match and Andre mm. rolled out the ring because he thought he saw the bloke was filming the match and he put him in a headlock and he was immediately arrested <laughs> charged uh, with assault and he had to post some bond but there's a famous photograph of Andre from that week the week right. before SummerSlam uh, as his police mugshot where oh, nice. he, he doesn't look pleased to be in, in prison <laughs> let me make that clear well uh, I, I can't imagine the prison no. re- the prison system really can accommodate a man of well, that man's size unusually luckily this police station uh, once had an elephant arrested <laughs> so we've got these mighty mighty cuffs <laughs> <laughs> this is cool Arnold Schwarzenegger um, <laughs> but yeah Andre Andre also I mean he's not looking good here He's he's got these mutton sideburns which are a bit straggly like he's not taking care of himself mm. his leotard his bum's coming quite a long way out of the leotard um, and he's he's doing that walk like instead of bones he's got pipes in him like those men did with the body of Alistair Cook what? <laughs> do you not know this story? No. Oh, it's the, the the esteemed broadcaster Alastair Cook. Yeah, uh, was a part of a a thing where a number of men had been working with a a mortuary, where mm. they'd been removing bones uh, and organs for transplant, right. and they'd replaced the bones with, pipes. with like just plastic pipes, right. you know, like you'd buy from a hardware yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. And Alastair Cook, who did Letter from America for all those years yeah. ended up having these pipes put in his body and then it was sewn back up and when I saw Andre walking I hadn't thought of that story for probably I don't know it must be six years old and when he was walking I remember I just thought that's just like Alastair Cook when he had the pipes <laughs> put, in. put in his yeah. dead body I wish I wish they'd waited for Andre to die to do it but he can't have it all <laughs> oh, I found out today that um uh, <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> you'll, you'll love it. it. It's called Wrestle Me, but it's about terrorism and the body of a, <laughs> the desecration of a, a desecration of, a of an esteemed journalist's corpse. Um, they also they do a lot of funny stuff about the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 this is getting edited. Um, <laughs> this never gets edited. Oh, I'll occasionally oh. write down a time code for an advert or no. something, but it's just, it's just. I think this is fine. I think this is this is this is what people want. Shall we go an ad break? We've never called out an ad break. We've never bothered to call out an ad break. Like, like there's but... any advertisers who will want to be associated with this. Hey, whoever it is, good luck selling your stuff. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back after this. Oh, God. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. It's early, don't start please. Mark, we're back. Yes. And we're very sensible. We're very we've settled down. We've settled down. We've had our Ica Pro just to take the edge off, and we are ready to give you a full-on wrestling podcast. Yes. Back to the action. Oh, God, it's Ted DiBiase cutting a racist promo oh about isn't Jimmy Flashbacker. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, this is, this is, oh. Uh, Ted DiBiase's sweating so much in this as well. <laughs> he's, he's a sweaty guy oh, anyway. He, though, is sweaty. he is sweaty. He is sweaty. Super sweaty. He is, uh, he is great in the ring. Good. God, he's great. But yeah. this promo is not great. It's not his best work. Uh, he, uh, It's a racist promo about mm. um, Jimmy Fleischnucker calling, basically making out that he's some kind of... You're anim- nothing but a primitive native. Yeah. He, eating he, he, bananas and coconuts. Yes. So while he, I dine and wine on champagne and caviar. Yeah. It's not dine and wine, is it? <laughs> it's wine and dine. <laughs> and that makes me wonder if Ted really is a million dollar man. Exactly. Dine and wine. <laughs> Um, yeah. Turf and surf, Ted. <laughs> yeah, I love turf and surf. Aha! <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, it's it is a shame here. They they they. Guafoie. <laughs> <laughs> Beans and pork. <laughs> it's a shame here. They bring back Jimmy Snooker and they've given him this sort of um, wild man yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, which yeah, worked yeah. in the sixties and seventies and early eighties. Yeah. And I just think at this time it's it's uh, it's a bit poor. But we'll get well, to that match. We'll well, but the, I mean, but it's the promo that I'm basically. The promo's terrible. Ted, you know, basically calls him an animal on yeah. racist grounds when yes. in fact he's an animal on humanitarian <laughs> grounds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the man, I mean, the, the, man, the, man is, the man is the man is a murderer. The, the man is. I mean, it's not fair to call him an animal because animals don't murder, do they? <laughs> no, they eat to survive. If he'd have killed his partner because he needed to survive or, or, or for the nutrients, maybe we could understand it. The reality is he killed her because he's psychotic. Okay, match number seven. <laughs> it's Greg the Hammer Valentine. Can we, actually, can we give the option to edit any of this out? Match number three. 
Oh, Greg Valentine versus Hercules with special ring announcer Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Rugged Ronnie Garvin! Uh, this is, I, I really enjoyed this. The storyline um. building up to this is that Greg Valentine <laughs> has beaten Ronnie Garvin mm. in a loser retires match. And Ron Garvin comes back as a referee, constantly interfering in Greg Valentine's matches. Yeah. So Greg Valentine gets him banned from being a referee, okay. and he returns here as a ring announcer. Mm. And the, the way they've done it is just that he winds up Greg Valentine so much that Greg Valentine demands he's reinstated so he can beat him up. Okay. And all you've got here, it's such a simple little thing. I think it works really, really effectively. All three of these people make me turn off the television. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. And yet I found this as watchable as any match on this. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Such a simple story. Garvin, who is, is from um, Quebec... Mm. He's from Montreal. I think he, um, he he's not a great speaker. Mm. And he has to do this long bit of speech. Yeah. And it's just really nicely done where he, he introduces Greg Valentine and he makes it sort of, he's taking the piss. Here's a man who says he's from Seattle, Washington. <laughs> like he'd lie about that is a bit weird. <laughs> he says um, he's 265 pounds. To me, he looks like he's overweight. At 30 pounds. <laughs> Doesn't quite make sense, but we yeah. get where he's going. This individual who can't think for himself, and when he goes to his wimpy manager for advice, his manager cannot give him any. Wears a robe with cheap rhinestone. Rhinestone. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg Valentine, who is not a great sort of facials performer, <laughs> is brilliant in this, looking really aggrieved by it all. Again, like Rick Rude being really shocked by Roddy Piper's bum. <laughs> Greg Valentine, when someone goes, you know, he goes to his manager for advice and his manager can't give him any, Greg Valentine's like, I have never been so hurt. How depth at 30 pounds? Do you? Do you? How dare you? Um, and then you they, besmirch not, my, not just my good name, but my manager's advice-giving yeah, name. This is, this is saying that I have made a mistake in taking on this man, and yet I think he's excellent. So and very affordable. Yeah, it's really, um, I, just, I just really enjoyed it. And it, mm. basically, Greg Valentine cheats to win, and mm. Ronnie Garvin says the winner winner is Hercules. Yep. No, my mistake, the winner by disqualification is Hercules. And there's a brilliant bit where Greg Valentine hits Ronnie Garvin while he's got the microphone in front of his face. <laughs> and the noise it makes is amazing. <laughs> Garvin rolls out the ring, he comes back in and he hits, he was known as Hands of Stone, that yeah. was his gimmick. And he hits Greg Valentine in the face and Greg Valentine does a brilliant sort of cross-eyed cartoon sort of birds round his head and falls <laughs> to the floor. It's as good as either of these two ever got really in the yeah. WWF. I really, really enjoyed this. I thought it was really funny. Mm. I had a look at what uh, Ronnie Garvin's doing now. He's a second-hand car dealer. Oh, like Haku. Yes. Nice. Yes. It's obviously a nice have... thing. I think it's one of those sort of quite good things, wrestlers. You come to see them because they're famous off the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess they sort sell of... you a pickup. <laughs> they sort of spend their time um, doing, you know, promo work at those kind of um, places anyway, wouldn't Absolutely, they? Absolutely, really? yeah. I should imagine he's done some sort of car ads over the years. Yeah, you, yeah. Know? <laughs> you want to come down, you're £30 overweight. <laughs> he's, um, he did something which I really do find funny, which is he is the stepfather of another wrestler called Jimmy Garvin and Jimmy mm. Garvin was in WCW in, as part of the Fabulous Freebirds and, mm. uh, uh, he's only he married uh, Jimmy Garvin's mum right when they're all grown up and so he's only seven years older than Jimmy Garvin oh, but he's like I'm your dad. stepfather I love it I love it my dad's seven <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's really great um, I, I really I really enjoyed this match I had no idea I would I would almost say it's worth watching because you think it's going to be so bad and it's so much fun and yeah. certainly that bit where he hits him the microphone I love that more than anything else more hitting people with microphones such a good noise such a good noise um, we cut to an interview then with uh, Sherry 
Harry, Savage and Zeus. Yes. And she has a cauldron. Um, she says, this is the cauldron of madness that we have spoke of for the last month. The last month is not long. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Very much going, well, why haven't you mentioned it before? Sensational. Yeah. If that is your real yeah. moniker, and Sherry. They, they all look into it and they go, um, you know, the powers of precognition say mm. it's going to be a lot. They need to take it back because everything that cauldron says is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, but again, there's this weird thing about sort of bringing in magic, which... Yeah. Again, stinks up the fucking joint. Well, it, uh, is that not just because of um, Zeus being a new kind of character, maybe? Yeah. And he's like, he, he's kind of, he's not of this world and he's weird. But like, again, like, uh, Sherry doesn't, isn't as good as I thought she was going to be in this no. bit. Because I, because I, I, I think, I think we talk about her quite a lot in that kind of, there's some kind of inert. A sort of an internal gender politic or bias going on with when kids were young they don't gravitate to those kind of characters strong yeah. um, you know women kind of like Lady Macbeth kind of thing I never used to like um, Rita Repulsa on the uh, okay. Power Rangers for example gotcha I found her dull I was like boring boring but I really like Lord Fear from Nightmare. Why did I like that? Because I instilled a sense of power and authority I think that's to true. men where I didn't to women. The problem you also have with Sherry is you knew that at no point was she going to have a match where Hulk Hogan beat her up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you watch this and at the end, which is... Uh, it's it, it's really, really weird because he really beats her up and Jesse Ventura is just over the top going, God, look at him, he's beating up a woman. <laughs> and the commentary is not helping what no. is already an uncomfortable sort of thing. But the problem with Sherry is they could only go so far with her. They didn't have any other female wrestlers. Yes. The one sort of programme they obviously always wanted to do would be to go, it's WrestleMania and it's Elizabeth versus Sherry. Yeah. Good versus evil. Yeah. The, the angel versus the witch. You know, easily done. Mm. But Elizabeth was not a wrestler. Yeah. So they could never do that. So there was always this century sherry where she was building, 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 but you couldn't do anything with her. Yeah, because you just couldn't, yeah. Just didn't have a, have, mm. a, have a place for yeah. it. And she's excellent. I mean, she really is good. She works really, really hard. She's brilliant. I, mm. I Again, as a kid, she used to come on and I'd be like, oh God, it's this fucking person again, just mm. going on and on and on. And now I watch it and I go, good God, you are nails. You're great mm. at this. You're really good at the performance element of it. Mm. You're always in the right place. You add a lot to the matches you're in. And imagine what it must have been like to be on the road with all of those maniacs yeah. and survive it. Yeah. You know? Fucking credit Incredible. to her. Yeah. Boom. Is she still with us? Oh, no, no, she didn't. No, no she, she died a number of years ago. Yeah, sad, very sad. Pills. Pills. Um, talking of uh, people who die... Um, <laughs> Teddy Biossi and Virgil, very lucky here, because uh, here they are with super violent Jimmy Murder. Yeah. Um, they brought him back after years away, so he'd left mm. in 1985, and so they bring him back in uh, 89, um, because they were concerned what would happen is that the world would find out he'd murdered a woman. Mm. Um, and they didn't <laughs> they really. Didn't, no, no, no really nobody have, no. knew, so they yeah. bring him back with this sort of jungle savage gimmick. Again, useful if... if police were to question him he can sort of go you know don't know don't know how the pipes got in the body (laughs) pipes got in the bone nothing to do with Jim (laughs) you know there's another phrase that we've heard a lot of (laughs) another wrestler who used to anyway oh god um Jesse calls him a Neanderthal again and again, which again is sort of this weird racial thing mm. coming in. 
if you're not going to be racist, go, what he is, is he's a Fijian warrior. Yeah. And then all stick to like that. Like head of the tribe When you start going, yeah. he's a jungle savage, and mm. the other one's going, he's a Neanderthal, these are all different things mm. which add up to a picture of just being racist. Yeah. It's not even accurate, and yeah. it's racist. Mm. Um, so this is uncomfortable. Again, it's Jimmy Snooker. I could not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more worried about Virgil. <laughs> Again, like, with the promos of Virgil, just all he does is hold money. Yeah, <laughs> for, 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 he does. For Ted. You, 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 I mean, it's it's a shame because he didn't of the way do in later life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that you, you know, we, we do get to later Summer Slams and Virgil has his moment in the sun. Mm. But by God, he has to wait a lot of years to get it. <laughs> I think he has to wait four years. Yeah. Four years of doing bugger all. Um, Jimmy um, Snooker here is nearly fifty. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? He's in, bells. in very good shape, although mm. he does muff up a leapfrog. Mm. Uh, he lands on DiBiase's head. Um, <laughs> it's a big head, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, There's is. a lot of, like, Noel Edmonds beardage to yeah. kind of get through. And, uh, this match is, is fine, but Jimmy Snooker's coming back, and they basically have him lose by countout. Mm. And I think there's an implicit thing, which is almost telling Jimmy Snooker, they say, you're here, people want to see your superfly splash, which he does at the end on yep. Virgil, but they're saying to him, don't get your hopes up. You're never going to be big. And mm. the reason he's never going to be big, of course, is because he murdered a woman. <laughs> impending problem that yeah. never came no it's Did amazing how many wrestling figures you can buy which are essentially action figures of murderers yeah made by big companies you know that'll <sighs> teach them that'll teach them <laughs> to trust the WWF <laughs> won't it uh, and finally we get to the main event which is Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus yeah, Zeus and Macho Man Randy Savage mm. iconic look of Macho Man here yeah Looks really, really good. Looks he's, really great. He's got big... Um, he, he keeps on flicking his tongue in and out. <laughs> and he's got these big glasses. It's like a big furry bee. It's just <laughs> fucking thrilling. He's got a new thing. <laughs> he's got a new thing and he's going to use it. <laughs> it's, a, it's remarkable that they managed to make this match any good since roughly half of the people involved would fucking chipboard. They yeah. just chipboard. I'd say three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly two thirds. It, it's a funny one as well where Hulk Hogan does a lot of selling to try and get over the idea that Zeus is a big monster. Yeah. But nobody wants to see Hulk Hogan sell. No. It's just, it just goes on and on and on. They do a, an interview before this Hulk and, and Brutus. Mm. And again, they're very, very buzzy. Happy. Buzzy. A macho buzzy. man looks like a bee, but there's certainly some extra buzz going on in the room. <laughs> I can see you. Ever since me and the barber hooked up, we've been hanging and banging. All this sort of, you know. <laughs> and it's, uh, he is, this is as good as his WrestleMania 4 promo. He, yeah. is, he is properly nuts. Like Moses parted the Red Sea. That's what exactly what happened when the pythons, the largest arms in the world, you know, all this mental biblical stuff. Um, and then Beefcake, just he has to, he's just like one line. He's got to say, titanium steel blades. That's all it is, right? Titanium steel blades. Um, really hits the end. Oh, no. Don't trust a barber who's not heard of titanium. Don't trust the booty man. Was he the booty man? He did become the booty, the booty man. man. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, Sorry, he, the booty man. Uh, uh, weirdly, He's good in this match. I mean, mm. you can see in the build-up they show some Saturday Night's main events where he's having matches against Randy Savage. Mm. And it would be hard to have a bad match with Randy Savage. Some people managed it. And he looks really <laughs> good in it. He's sweating, so he's worked really hard. Mm. And they just look like close matches. And he's good in this match. I think mm. this is, you know, his highlight, really. Yeah. Um, uh, the Genius also opens this match by doing a poem. Mm. And everyone, uh, Genius in real life, Lanny Poffo, is the brother of Randy Savage, but they never mention it. Yeah. And they never did never mention made, it. Never made a deal, never did anything no, with it. No, so he comes out for no reason to do a poem. Do one of his tedious poems. <laughs> the poem, it's a bit like a sort of bad best man's poem. <laughs> it's not crap. <laughs> 
but it's not mean either. He's just sort of like, it's going to be a wonderful day, and if Hogan thinks he wins, I got to, he's going to have to think very hard about whether he's right about that. You know, oh, zing him, why don't you, Lanny? I can't remember which episode we did where we did his poem about the police. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? That's an early one. Oh. Go back and listen to the start if you haven't heard it, because yeah. that way Lanny... you'll get loads more downloads. <laughs> Lanny Puffle's shitty poem about the police. About how great the police are, even though there's a lot of brutality. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Brutus Beefcake said that they had a way of keeping Zeus calm in the ring because he had a, he had a, a bit of a sort of... Oh, cause yeah, because he was a real fucking live wire, wasn't he? <laughs> running all over the place, that th- big lad. I think he would hit them too hard. <laughs> oh, right, and when okay. he was hitting them too hard, they'd say to him, they'd mutter the phrase into his ear, free James Brown. <laughs> what? At the time, James Brown had been arrested. He was in prison because he'd had some kind of weird incident with the police on an interstate. Yeah. And... For some reason, Zeus found it really funny. And every time he'd hear it, he'd sort of go, <laughs> like that, and they calmed him down. So throughout the whole match, they're just going, free James Brown. Free James Brown. <laughs> really good. <laughs> oh. yeah. So Zeus is, is there. In, in a weird side note, by the way, in the, in the film No Holds Barred, um, one of the people he beats up in the first thing mm. is, is the wrestler Stan the Lariat Hanson. Huge star in Japan. Yeah. Huge star in the in 70s in the WWE, mm. sort of through to 81. Um, he never really worked with the WWF again. He had uh, a few years after this, 91, he had a match with Hogan in Japan. But it's just odd that Stan Hansen is also in No Holds Barred, sort of a terrible film. Um, <laughs> this this was Zeus's first match. And then he has one more. There's They have a cage match with the same people in the SummerSlam main event right. after a screening of No Holds Barred on pay-per-view. Mm. That match has never been released on the network. It was on a couple of home videos. It's oh. not very good. Um, and then they have, I think that is... It for Zeus. Uh, he goes on to have one match in Puerto Rico against Abdullah the Butcher, which is not very good. And then he comes back a few years later in 1996 when Hogan's in WCW and he has a sort of big eight versus two and Zeus is one of the eight right. on the other side. But that's it. And he never really wrestles again. Yeah. His acting career does pick up, though. He has sort of like um, roles in... There's a film called Friday, I think with Ice-T, where he plays sort of quite a big role. Mm. And then he went on to be in things like um, Jackie Brown, he, mm. he appears in. Uh, I think he's the president in The Fifth Alley. Things like that. So he's oh, had a, so he's, he's had a not bad yeah. career uh, you for know. A, for a gigantic man. I mean, like a, yeah. a, a, a noticeably gigantic man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is he is huge. He's in um, Gold Member as a prisoner. He's in Little Nicky. I mean, he had a really good sort of weird <laughs> I'm, I'm career. I'm enjoying the, the trip through. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in more films than he was in the ring. I yeah. mean, that's a, a sort of really weird yeah. little quirk. And some of it. pretty big titles as well. And he worked out. I mean, he, I think he had five matches in total. Mm. All of them were main events. Mm. And he said in his, I think WWE, he made 150 grand. So that must have been for three matches. Right. You know, so um, good on him. He's a yeah. born again Christian. Um, mm. Very sort of, um, uh, he was talking about, uh, he said, What amazed me about Jesus Christ was this cat was so gangster. He cheated death. Doing something gangster growing up in my hood meant you were able to do something nobody else was capable of. Jesus cheated death. That's the ultimate form of being gangster. So I had to follow him. Another thing that amazed me was that God said, let there be light. In the beginning, he said, let there be light. But on the fourth day, he created the sun. So God was out there working in the light without the sun. What is more gangster than that? (laughs) (laughs) I like the... Look, this is theology. This is a man... 
you know, yeah, poking around. Yeah, he's, pull, he's read pull, it for himself. Pull, pulling at the kind of the, the, the threads a little yeah, bit and having, having a look a around, look. having a look. On August the 31st, 2012, he pled guilty to conspiring to commit mortgage fraud Not for fuck's in a scheme that led to nearly $4 million in losses. Uh, he was out on bail in April 2014. Uh, he said, what is so cool about God and our government is you can make a mistake and they'll forgive you if you're just a good person and doing right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a positive young man. Well. Um, this the, the match ends. Zeus does get pinned, and yeah. uh, uh, after that, of course, all his heat has gone. What mm. are you going to do with him? So he drifts off. Um, th- this match ends with Sherry uh, being KO'd with a purse by uh, Elizabeth, which has sort of got a, mm. a loaded purse. Yeah, and um, they then uh, Brutus chops off her long ponytail after Hogan has sort of beaten her up quite badly <laughs> in an uncomfortable thing. Jesse is not helping this by going. This is absolutely repulsive. <laughs> a man beating up a woman, Shivani. I think that's acceptable. And you do sort of sit there and go, God, how did this go out? <laughs> and then they cut her hair like she's a collaborator in France at the end of the Second World War who slept with Nazis. <laughs> it's, all of the imagery is so wrong. Oh, oh, but apart yeah. from that, it's a good SummerSlam. It's a really good SummerSlam. I really enjoyed it. And I'm Did you just, feel the heat? I felt the heat. I'm glad that Zeus survived. <laughs> um, I've done the butcher without getting yeah. he- hepsy. Uh, yeah, I-, I should imagine he certainly took a forking on the head. <laughs> I should imagine that's the only way. Out. And I should imagine that also ties in why he didn't do it for very much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely repulsive business. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and we're done, except we're not, Mark. Not at all. Wrestle me live, brother. Wrestle me live. It's a King's Place in King's Cross in London on Sunday, the 9th of September at 4. 4.30. Yeah. And you can get your tickets at kingsplace.co.uk. Come down. I reckon we're going to have a right bloody laugh. I'm going to throw you through a table. <laughs> apparently, apparently there was a wrestling podcast, um, I think last year at the podcast festival, mm. who perhaps aren't going to be invited back because some one of them did throw the other one through a table. Fuck. Well, there'll, there'll be costumes, though. There will be. And I've got a fork full of hep C. <laughs> <laughs> As everyone comes in, I'm waiting behind the door and I just jab it in the back of your head. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bled halfway through <laughs> for no reason. I'm going to do a Kerry Von Eric blade and halfway through I'll just start bleeding from my fingers and chest <laughs> from where I've accidentally <laughs> scraped myself. <laughs> Is that what happened? What, yeah. just getting, He's just... done that before where he, he knew he had to blade. This was not WWF but he knew he had to blade and he was off his face and they sent him to the ring and basically he kept sort of like touching himself with the blade not realising so as they sent him down he's just chest and hands just covered in blood. Oh God. <laughs> God, bring him back. <laughs> so that's definitely what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, we, and hopefully we, we, we'll, we'll see you soon. That's what we're looking forward to. Exactly. Come we're and say hi. Once you've bought your ticket, you can't come and say hi without buying a ticket. <laughs> no, that, that would be dishonest. Yeah, that is the, the, the annoying thing we've had to put in place. Yeah, and if you go to another podcast, to yeah, just to catch us on the way out. Yeah. Fuck you. Absolutely, yeah. You. We're not your fucking second choice. <laughs> Damn your fucking eyes. I'm going to put pipes in your bones. <laughs> Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. We'll be back with WrestleMania next week. Woo! Love you, bye. Thank you. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The secret to visibly firmer, summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.